the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Every morning is a new opportunity to take in the news of the day and the challenges of life and try to make sense of it all. Right now, we've got a show that tackles the topics and asks what you think. So get ready to start your day with a bold look at history as it happens. Let's learn, live, and sometimes laugh together. It's the Mark Davis Show on 660 AM, The Answer. All right, and good morning, everybody. It is Monday. It is February 5th, 2024. How are you? Fantastic. Ready to roll. Super Bowl week underway now. And so and, and it's funny, I've come I, I've I've come to understand the two week breather. Because it used to be like one week, one week, one week. I mean, why not just go ahead and play the Super Bowl yesterday? Or my favorite, Saturday. Because it shouldn't be Sunday night. It's just too late. Uh, but I get it. Because we had the whole week to, to sort of be over it. And then uh, now it all gears up in Vegas. And quite the party that is going to be. Um, I've I've long since, the ship has long since sailed for me uh, on most awards shows. Uh, caught a little bit of the Grammys last night. Saw 80-year-old Joni Mitchell doing both sides now. It was absolutely beautiful, as was uh, Tracy Chapman on stage for the first time in a long time with Luke Combs, the country star who has uh, resuscitated her wonderful record, Fast Car, from 1988. It was great. I think I'm going to intro our, our Mike Gallagher segment with that because it was a lovely, lovely moment. Uh, Travis Kelsey's girlfriend did well last night. <laughs> snagged uh, album of the year for the fourth time, which nobody had ever done. Who It was Frank Sinatra, Stevie Wonder, Paul Simon had it three times. So another record-breaking thing uh, for that very talented young lady who was at the center of the known universe. And that only, and, and she's got four straight shows at the Tokyo Dome this week, after the last of which she'll hop a plane with a, about a day and a fraction to get back to Vegas uh, to watch her boyfriend catch passes for the Kansas City Chiefs. Who will win the Super Bowl? I'm just I, I'm just totally convinced of this. Niners are good, but it's Andy Reid, it's Patrick Mahomes. They are they 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 and the Niners are favored by a point and a half. I'd be all over that if I was a gambling person. But uh, anyway, listen, let some numbers that are far more directly relevant to our lives. Uh, NBC did a whole lot of polling and then uh, to their chagrin had to uh, report the results. It shows literally one pollster's quote, a presidency in peril, a presidency in peril. Well, we're a country in peril. So that just sort of naturally follows, doesn't it? And uh, Kristen Welker on meet the press on NBC welcomed one of the best numbers guys in the biz, Steve Kornacki. And oh, and they they went I'm just gonna share some of that with you here as we as we enjoy a Monday morning together. And I do mean enjoy. Uh not out of reasons of Schadenfreude, that wonderful term where you uh, delight to the to the misfortunes of others. I want my country to be better. I want a border that works. 
I, I want all kinds of things. I want gender sanity and, uh, and, and environmental sanity and all kinds of things. And I know it's it's one of the great modern ironies that uh, that Donald Trump, one of the most wheels off political figures uh, in forever, uh, is going to bring us that normalcy. Is going to bring us normalcy in business practice, normalcy in tax strategy, normalcy in borders, normalcy in education, normalcy in in the job market. It's just all manner of things. He's going to do that, and that's why his uh, his chances are better than than many say. Nikki Haley, God lover, is going to get stomped in her own home state of South Carolina in 19 days, but got to hand it to her for trying. She uh, she joined in the cold open on Saturday Night Live, and it was it was fun. It was interesting. I'll, I'll have that for you as well. It takes a couple of minutes. I'll just and also any opportunity uh, to to highlight the king daddy of Trump impersonations. Many try, some get close. James Austin Johnson. It is, uh, it's, it's frightening. <laughs> just, it just, it just is. All right. 866-660-5759. Before we dive into any of that. And of course, over the weekend, we had the convoy on Saturday, truckers and all kinds of other folks uh, headed down to the border. Well, went great. Uh, then we had governor Abbott with a gaggle. I believe that's the collective noun for governors, a gaggle of Republican governors, uh, behind him as he essentially said, okay, Hey, Joe Biden balls in your court. How about if you do what we have done, do what Texas has done, do what these governors behind me are willing to do, and that is actually defend the uh, the U.S. uh, border, which is, of course, the Texas border as well. And the border bill, ah, the border bill, the $118 billion border package, some of it goes to, uh, they, they, they say, border enforcement also known as rubber stamping of illegals into the interior of America. Money given to that bureaucratic process is not of value if it doesn't protect the border well enough. There is no realistic wall construction in this at all. Uh, the, the, there is a, a bar set at which point the president, whoever happens to be president, and therein lies our problem because right now it's Joe Biden, can uh, can shut down the border if things get bad enough. As if, as if, you think this president and this administration can be trusted with this weak, inadequate border bill? And you'll hear it referred to by this most glowing of terms, bipartisan. And just remember, many, many times when you hear bipartisan as an adjective, it is technically true. But what it means is you've had Democrats linking up with soft Republicans in order to pass what is essentially a Democrat bill. Biden loves it. Chuck Schumer loves it. The media love it. That's all you need to know. That is all you need to know. I don't. And I'll tell you why. I'll get very, very specific on why that would be. Okay, so 866-660-5759. Lord, guide us and protect us as we face the challenges of this new day. We thank you every day for this blessed nation and for your hand in creating it. Fill our hearts with the energy to protect the freedoms which come from you, which our nation was founded to protect. Let us navigate these troubling times with a positive spirit, treating others as we would want to be treated. Lord, these are times of trial and challenge. Lift us as we follow your word and work for a better America, where our Constitution is honored, our schools and public spaces are safe, where our elections are reliable, our borders work, 
where we protect the unborn and we fight for the meaning and the intent of the two genders you created and where our differences are hashed out with honesty and goodwill and our freedoms of speech and worship are protected. As we face each day's problems, give us the clarity to look around and cherish our many blessings in our nation, our great state of Texas, our communities, and our families. If we follow you, Lord, we know we can get through anything. And we ask these things in your holy name. Amen. All right. Enormous attention paid to the border bill. Some are calling it worse than expected. That's a low bar. And some are saying that it is dead on arrival. It uh, it allows $20 billion for border security to give the federal government temporary authority to expel migrants when the average number of daily crossings exceeds a certain threshold, which essentially amounts to about $2 million a year. The foreign aid portion, oh, it's, it's biblical. Where your treasure goes, that's where your heart is. And it's also just common sense, by the way, which most scriptural things are. And that, that where you spend your money, where that, that's where your heart is, where you devote your interest, where you devote your wealth. So $20 billion for border security for ourselves. $60 billion for Ukraine. fourteen for Israel. $60 billion for Ukraine. Speaker Mike Johnson on, uh, on X, I've seen enough, he wrote. This bill is even worse than we expected. And it won't come close to ending the border catastrophe. The border uh, the president has created. So, uh, a little summary from uh, Bree Jackson on uh, on NBC. Well, there's there's been an enormous amount of uh, of, of coverage of, of of all of this, and uh, so we we take we we cover the coverage as it were. So bipartisan negotiators have been working on this deal for months. Here are some of the major changes: it would end the practice known as catch and release. Migrants would be detained for ninety days while sure they would complete their interviews for asylum. The bill also raises the standard for what's considered credible fear in asylum claims. The border would be shut. But does it, okay, raises it from what to what? Does Right now, if somebody looks at you sideways in a dark alley of the capital city of your lawless regime, uh, it's a uh, it's an asylum claim. Now, what do you have to do? Do you have to be really worried about crime where you live? You have to be really uh, in, in dire straits job-wise. And by the way, my heart goes out to every living soul in every country that's not as good as ours. Every place where crime is rampant. Every place where the economy is in tatters. There are places in America where, the, where crime is rampant and the economy is in tatters. But if you're in another country and you want to come to America, I totally get it. Totally understand it. And guess what? We're going to let some of you in, but not all of you down if the seven-day average of encounters reaches 5,000. Now, this package also... That's, that, there's the number. The, if the daily average reaches 5,000. If the daily average reaches 5,000, pull up, pull up. Then, the, then the, the president has the authority, the authority, but not the willingness. You got to have the authority and the willingness. Do you think that this president's going to shut down the border? Do you think this president knows where the border is? Do you think the people who are running the country are going to shut down the border? Do you really believe that? 
includes critical aid for Israel and Ukraine. President Biden says he does support this plan, but his 2024 rival, former President Trump, is telling members of Congress not to vote for it. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is pleading with senators to consider the bill seriously. Overnight, the Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson said, quote, I've seen enough. This bill is even worse than we expected. And he said again that it would be dead on arrival in the House. And House Majority Leader Steve Scalise went even further, saying, let me be clear, the Senate border bill will not receive a vote in the House. There you are. There you are. It takes 60 votes to pass. Um As you take a look at some of the differences that pass between the House and the Senate, um, here, as a matter of fact, here, hang on a sec. Now, the bill would need 60 votes to pass in the Senate, and it's still not clear if it will have enough support. But Senator Chuck Schumer has said that he hopes to get this through and hold a vote by Wednesday. (laughs) Biden loves it. Chuck Schumer loves it. What more do you need? We're in Plano. Nathan, welcome. Happy Monday. How are you? Oh, pretty good, Mark. Yeah. Uh, I just got back from three and a half years in El Paso wow. uh, in June. And let me clear you, it was a lot better in 2020 when I got there than 2023 when I left. I can only imagine. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I literally saw people of all races and nationalities coming across the border. It's not just, you know, Mexicans and it's not families. I mean, Half of the guys I saw coming across had MS-13 gang tattoos on their faces. And, I mean, I had Border Patrol on speed dial, and they're like, yeah, only call us when you see somebody with gang tattoos. And I'm like, I am. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> there you are. And I'm, I'm just – I'm already anticipating the back pain from when John Cornyn sells us out yet again and votes for this monstrosity. Well, Senator Cornyn and Senator Lankford, north of the red, uh, are, are are guys, you know, uh, who there, there's much to recommend them. But they, when they go soft, it's on the really big and important stuff sometimes. Second Amendment for Cornyn, border for Cornyn, border for Lankford. And so uh, we just got to figure out how we feel about that moving forward. I, I think this thing is dead. But I, I, I share. I mean, let's let's wait and see. There's some Republican senators who, upon seeing what real conservatives say about this thing, how unacceptable it is to any real conservative, they may adjust themselves. I hope they do. I'm hoping so too, and I plan on emailing, calling Senator Cornyn, and telling him not to vote for this. I mean, I've been in Texas since 2007. And I have never once voted for John Cornyn in a primary. <laughs> understand. Well, you may or may not get the opportunity again. Twenty twenty six, right around the corner. And I don't know. He's I, he's got to be thinking about uh, about retirement, spending time uh, with the family and the grandkids. And uh, wouldn't that be? And then then you get to I uh, think about uh, U.S. Senator Ken Paxton, <laughs> and, and perhaps uh, and, or maybe U.S. Senator Greg Abbott. Who knows what everybody's plans are going to be? Nathan, thank you very very much. Appreciate it. All right, seven twenty one. So uh, let me do a little. A little bit of a deeper dive into this bill and and what the the red flags are in it. They are many. Seven twenty two. Mark Davis, six sixty a.m. The answer. But now, old friends are acting strange. Joni Mitchell is eighty. They shake their heads and say, Joni, you've changed. 
seated with a cane. Well, something's lost, but something's gained. Surrounded by worshipful musicians accompanying her. In living every day. She just happens to have written one of the great songs of all time. Wonderful moment from last night's Grammys. All right, um, I got plenty of time. Let's do some more calls. 866-660-5759. Now, what, got two minutes? No, let's, let's, let me devote uh, what, what this thing deserves here as we start to break down what this bill contains and what it does not. <sighs> it, um, it funds an increase in ICE detention capacity up from 34,000 to 50,000. So detention capacity is good. But with Biden as president, so they're detained for a little bit. Then what? Aren't they ultimately rubber stamped and given, you know, a cell phone and a, you know, a debit card and dispatched into the uh, interior of America? The seven-day rolling average of 5,000 encounters per day. Let me drill down on this for a second. And then that'll take us to news time and then our visit with uh, with Mike Gallagher today on Monday. The seven-day rolling average of 5,000 encounters per day or 8,500 encounters in a single day. DHS is required, I love this, required to shut the border down and then turn away anyone who crosses. Now, this is interesting. Please note this paragraph. Once we get to 5,000 people a day as a rolling average, or one day where there's 8,500 in a single day, then and only then is DHS required to shut the border down. Anything, um, anything jump out at you from this? If there's a point at which DHS is required to shut the border down, what do you thus instantly know? You thus instantly know that the Department of Homeland Security can, in fact, shut the border down. If they are able to shut the border down, why don't they? Here's a crazy idea. Do that now. Right now. This morning. Let's see how that goes. And can they do it? Of course they can. And as Governor Abbott has shown, because that that little stretch, that little park, those couple of miles of border that had been a really popular ingress point for illegals, it, it got to the point where where waves of folks were coming across it, that exact part of, of Eagle Pass. Razor wire goes up, virtually none. Funny thing, barriers work. This bill does not contain adequate barriers. This bill does not contain adequate border protection. This bill is a sop to people who want to say, we're governing, we're working across the aisle. No, no, no. That should be the answer from any real conservative to this bill. I know a real conservative with a radio show. His name's Mike Gallagher. We'll see what his weekend is like and what's in his talk show brain as we tackle a new week together. Let's tackle the world of news. Nikki Whaley is there first, and then we'll chat with Mike. Mark Davis, 660 AM, The Answer. I didn't see this coming. But there was Luke 
Combs, who had given resuscitative power to Tracy Chapman's fast car from 1988. And there they both were on the Grammy stage last night. His appreciation for her and hers of him. I, I loved it just for its inherent value, Mike. But when when Luke Combs, you know, big, beefy, white country guy, comes and redoes Tracy Chapman's fat, uh, fast car. Uh, and people said, oh, there's something like somehow racially troubling about this. Like it was some kind of like, like, and she loved it. She absolutely loved it and said 35 times that she loved it. And there she was on stage with their mutual appreciation of each other. Unity brought together by a fantastic record. It was great. So one of the, one of the few Grammy moments that meant anything to me. So, okay, yeah, that's one more are. than meant to me. I guarantee that's one no, more. No, Joni Mitchell, uh, because, and Joni Mitchell was good, too. You know, years ago, uh, my, one of my, my boss, who's still my boss, Phil Boyce, said it's never a good look to admit that you're not into what a lot of people are into. Because you ought to be relatable, and you ought to be like like people who say talk hosts who say I don't watch TV. Right, right, right. Uh, right. I, I had I had a co-host years ago in New York who said I don't read any papers. Yep. <laughs> I don't like to read the papers. Probably. No, that's true. That's true. I was given a co-host once in New York City, <laughs> and I'm not. I no need to mention names. Uh, what's done is done. But she was she was she felt that it would be more endearing for her to know nothing about anything and we would come in in the morning she said now mike you do the heavy lifting yeah i won't read a paper i won't watch a newscast i won't i don't want to know anything about anything and then you tell me and then i'll react to it now that was a bit of a heavy lift um in fact i'll tell you a quick story um there was a um, there was a representative in in new york state uh that was from rensselaer new york Mm -hmm. and name was joe bruno i love the guy and you may remember him. He made some news and he had some scandal and all that. But he was a good guy. He was a friend of the show. And he, he, we were talking about him one day. And she goes, I don't like that guy. And I said, what do you mean you don't like the guy? She goes, he, I don't know who he thinks he is with his leer. He's got that leer, you know. He's a state representative. He's got a leer. I said, what? She goes, well, you know, he, he, he rents a leer. He rents a leer jet. And so I don't like him because he, uh, no, no, Penny. He's from Rensselaer, New York. He doesn't rent. A Learjet, but she did read a little bit enough to know that he was from Rensselaer. She just thought that he rented a Learjet. She knew what a Learjet so, was, had to pick that up somewhere. I don't know. She got it. She read a little bit. So anyway, the fact that I abhor the Grammys and I, the promo made me angry. I don't <laughs> wow. really want to watch any more of these award shows. Every one well, of them. I don't even know if it turned into you'll this. Bury, you'll I, bury yourself in the Tonys every year, Broadway boy. Shh. <laughs> but... And I guarantee you, at the Tony Awards, we won't have any actors arrested in the lobby like Killer Mike. Okay, this is you weird. You see that? Yeah, I, not only did I see that, I started my weekend watching Real Time with Bill Maher, where he was the upfront guest. And he could not have been more of an affable, just kind of out there figure, and because he, he's not some dark, menacing soul. The Killer Mike is kind of a, well, ra- no, a rapper a persona. The, but he did so get, arra- but he got, he got arrested in the Grammys for something. Is the rumor true that he was ripping on Democrats on Bill Maher? No, uh, not particularly, but he would not come out and say to everybody should vote for Biden over Trump. 
Oh, well, yeah. see, that's what Stop social short media is. Well, here we go again with conspiracy theories because they said here he is on Bill Maher not really ripping into Democrats, uh, I, I mean ripping into Republicans mm-hmm. and sort of being neutral on it, and boom, then they went and arrested him. There it is. Now, as, I, as I saw the clip, <laughs> price to pay. I didn't see it, you know, of course, live because I wasn't watching, but as I right. saw the clip, I thought, well, he is known as Killer Mike. Yeah, which so, is, and, and what better way to show society that you're willing to really play nice with others than to have the nickname Killer Mike. Killer Mike. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. You got, I, I gotta say, I, if, if if, if he doesn't have it copyrighted, I mean, I think they've already copyrighted right wing chaos agents. I think we've we've absconded with that. But we're uh, just anyway. surrounded by evil. I mean, you get pitch you get pitch emails all the time. Sure. Rhonda gets pitch emails. I got one the other day. One of the Satanic Temple founders is Great. now available for immediate interviews um, regarding the Navy Reserve veteran Michael Cassidy, and then the whole stories about how Cassidy uh, d- uh, destroyed a satanic statue at the Iowa State Capitol yep. that's now resulted in hate crime charges. And I saw somebody on a conservative. Can you back I up? Can, can, I, can we have listeners asking why was there a satanic statue at the Iowa State Capitol? It was erected near a nativity scene to clearly oh, okay. gotcha, provoke gotcha. Christians. Right. Worked. So they, they yeah, <laughs> Success. it worked. Because, well, but so he he cuts its head off. He yep. just he defaces it, yep. and they're bringing him up on hate charges of because course. something to do with Satan. I guess yeah. Satanism is a religion, yeah, and you got to leave him alone. And I saw a, a conservative, a prominent conservative. I want to say it was Jenna Ellis. Mm-hmm. Condemning the man for destroying the statue, saying vandalism is terrible, and yeah. and and defending the process of hate crime charges being filed against him. How does any conservative do that? What? How do you? How do you get there? How do you? I, I, I got an idea. Is it okay to condemn Satanism? Are, are we not going to do that anymore? Silly me would have backed up a couple of steps in the flowchart and told the good people of Iowa, who have certainly had enough of our attention lately, that maybe you don't allow a satanic statue to be pitched up on the Iowa State House grounds. Maybe that prevents the problem from World's square one. Bonkers. Meanwhile, the, uh, the border bill dead on arrival. Yes, properly so. The house. Properly so. Of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, this thing. And, and you know what's fascinating is the obsession with you, with funding Ukraine. I, I tweeted about this. I posted this last night on X. Do you know that the funding the funding for Ukraine in the Senate bill provides more funding for Ukraine than it does our own border? Like three to one. Mm-hmm. Th- overwhelmingly. Mm-hmm. And more funding than the entire U.S. Marine Corps. We spend. We want to give more money to Ukraine's military mm-hmm. and police and teachers and pension funds and whatever else this is going to go for than our own U.S. Marines. Yep. Mark, what, how, what Republican senator thinks this is a good idea? And uh, there are many. Cornyn, Langford, uh, and others. Yeah. Why? Why? Why does John Cornyn, who should know better, sit around and, and justify a bill that supports Ukraine more than our own border? They want to, quote, do something. They want to be perceived as governing. There is something, uh, this this, this, this uh, bizarre, inexplicable appeal of working across the aisle. I don't send Republicans to Washington to work with Democrats. I send Republicans to Washington to beat Democrats, to defeat their bad ideas. So Here's uh, the irony. Here's what's really ir- ironic about this. There's a, there's a political component to this. Does this help or hurt uh, Joe Biden? Well, House Republicans want to help him. They want to give him a, 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 a softball. If Joe Biden right now started embracing hardline 
build a border wall, we're going to kick people out. He win, He might win. Mm-hmm. He, win he, he wins on that. But he won't. He's no. going to reject that because he can't afford to. So isn't that interesting that actually House Republicans are willing to save him from himself, and of course he doesn't know it. I, I heard some really smart analysis this morning from a guy, I think it was Jim Garrity, who pointed out, you know, Biden is not going to again appear on the Super Bowl, second year in a row. Biden hasn't spoken yet about any of the military airstrikes, uh, you know, with the with the Houthis and all of the the Iranian militants, and, and which is insane. I mean, you think he, my fellow Americans, here's what we're doing. Here's what he won't do it because Mark, he can't. He can't. No. Jim Garrity's analysis was so smart. It's not that he that he doesn't want to. I mean, he's losing right now. NBC poll came Have you out. Seen this barrage of NBC stuff. Oh my gosh! Oh, and they're it's fl- bad. They're and of course, it it's also February. I mean, please let's all note that it's February. But go ahead. Well, February is a lot closer to <laughs> yes, November than last yes, February yes, was. Yes, it is. I mean, we're getting there, and before yeah. you know it, we're gonna. Ha- I, I loved all the news over the way. Joe Biden wins South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, because Ronald McDonald wasn't on the ballot. Well, and you know I who mean, else? What you know who else? What they 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 kicked RFK Jr. I mean, I'm not suggesting that RFK Jr. as a Democrat would have beaten Biden, but he might have gotten something. And but so the the. I don't uh, know. Uh, Maybe but good, but, but the border, the Senate border deal is a nightmare. It's a horror show, and and I'm glad that House. Rep- this is where elections have consequences. Yep. Thank the Lord, we have a slim majority in the House, and and they can stop it and they can block it. But I wish, please, Senator Cornyn, you may not want to come on my show. Go on Mark Davis's show. Let Mark ask you how in the world you think this is a good idea. I, I mean, Oklahoma Senator. Uh, Langford, uh, Langford mm-hmm. appeared with Hewitt today, and I haven't ch- had a chance to hear it yet. I want to review the transcript because I can't. And, and, and Hugh is all about the war, yes. and this is a nightmare bill. Yep. So that w- I'm sure that was an interesting conversation because it'd be nice to h- know how this guy can justify this. Why do they want to give Democrats a big kiss on the lips like this? I don't. I just don't understand. This is why people hate hate politics right now. And 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 Mark. If the best we've got is, well, they think it's doing something, that ain't good enough. No. That's not enough. You can't do the wrong thing. You can't do something that's bad. You can't give Ukraine more money than you give the United States Marine Corps. You can't give Ukraine more money than our own border. Let me ask you a question that, that's been posed to me on the Patriot Mobile text line. And I love the fact that it's open to all folks who agree or disagree. And sure. this is something I think is fair game. Say, because we say this about Democrats sometimes. They say that Republicans are, are are calling this bill dead on arrival because they, want, they don't want a solution. They want to run on the problem. It's something we've often said about Democrats. What would be your answer to that because I know I know what mine is I appreciate Lindsey Graham told me that years ago when I visited him in Washington DC he said I didn't come to Washington to say no to everything mm-hmm. I came to Washington to try to advance the ball down the to kick the can not you know just to advance the ball mm-hmm. I, 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 I and I appreciate that but it has to make sense and it has to be it can't be bad for the American Correct. people the, the illegal immigrant can't be something that is contrary to what is good for the United States of America this is what a MAGA thing is all about this is what an America first First agenda looks like and you it's not Ukraine first and every Republican who says I insist on funding Ukraine I, I and I would argue this I'd argue that we have mu- uh, Israel is much more in our vital interest than Ukraine now people would would, would take a, a exception to that and it's a worthy debate and I get it for people who would disagree with that I, I happen to have a 
an affinity for Israel. And I I saw the 47-minute video. I know what these people went through, and, and, I, and I know what Ukraine has gone through. But to me, Israel is a different story than Ukraine. And I'd like to ask you that question. Do you know where I'm going with that? Do you understand I, I, my I point? I absolutely do. Do you and, agree? And I, I completely do. And do you agree with those who would say, when the, to the occasional Democrat or the softy GOP who says that you guys don't want to solve the problem, you just want to run on it, I said, guess what? We are going to run on the problem. And if you give us President Trump and a Republican House and a Republican Senate, you will see the problem solved. You will see the wall built. You will see amnesty defined properly. You will see border protection. We'd love to solve the problem if we just elect the people who will do it. Oh, no kidding. And and we do want to solve the problem. And we don't hate Hispanics. And we are not oblivious to the suffering and pain of these mm-hmm. children and, and, and these awful... Uh, by the way, speaking of children, I, I, there's a scene that popped up in my head last night as I'm telling you this about the, the kids who are trafficked and are victims of, uh, of these open borders. Pop culture reference. I am trying to get through Breaking Bad. Yes. And you've told me it's one of the greatest TV series of all time. My son Trevor says, Mm -hmm. Dad, it's a masterpiece. I can't take all the darkness. It is one of the Mm. darkest, bleakest. Mm -hmm. Isn't that weird? And I love stuff like this. The the, the meth-soaked lives of the people contained within, the uh, just the the, the sorry state of the people who... Who make the this misery? Uh, They're all yeah. in misery. The all the, the every one of the families. I I told my son last night. I don't know that I can get through it. I'm, Wait, I'm what, about are you, are you out of the first two. Okay, okay. yeah, about halfway through season two. Yep, and it's so awful where he's caught in the lies that he's telling about Absolutely. the friends covering his medical bills. Yep. I don't know if it's the fact that he's battling cancer and maybe mm-hmm. that hits a nerve with me. I don't know what it is, but I think I'm about to throw in the towel. I, maybe I, it gets I, better. I I, it, well, it's, it totally does. It's a master. Does it get but, less dark? Uh, not so much. Um, no, I'll give you one thing for balance, though, and, and a quick entry into it. Did you catch Nikki Haley on the cold open of Saturday Night Live? Cringe. Yeah, oh, that was all right. Oh it was fine. And, it was and right, it, the host what? was that was Io Edebri. This one, and this is my way of giving you. If you want a little palate cleanser, have you yeah. have you visited the Bear on Hulu? Jeremy no. Allen White as a highfalutin chef. Uh, who, whose brother dies and leaves him a restaurant in Chicago, a gritty sandwich shop. So he comes back into the Chicago of his roots to run it. It is decidedly different, and it is a fantastic show. And Io well, Debry is in that cast. She was the host of SNL, and she got to ask. They, they had Nikki Haley asking questions of Trump, and the James Austin Johnson Trump impersonation is great. And it yeah, was, it, and it's, it's the leftist writers at SNL, and they love Nikki Haley and whatever. But she asked, I said, we have a question for Nikki Haley. And she said, yes, um, when you were uh, looking at causes of the Civil War, is it possible <laughs> that it starts with S and ends in lavery? And she said, well, maybe I should have said that the first time, which she of course should. Anyway, whatever well, it was, it was. She's going to get. She's going to get drilled in her own state. But you know, whatever. Here, here, here's what's fascinating is that she she wants to attack Trump supporters, and I don't know if that's a good idea. If you, wanna, if you well, want to, well, no. Vote. See how Chris Christie worked out for that. Have you, have you seen her "Make America Normal Again" T-shirts? That's what Trump's election will do. It'll make borders normal, the economy normal, the climate policies normal. Eh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I. I saw the clip. Uh, I didn't see Saturday Night Live because I have the same rule about SNL now that I have about the Grammys. <laughs> Understand? But I, all I saw was the reaction I needed was from Cat Turd. Yeah. Well, there that, you are. That, that wise philosopher. On X. That that. El- but I love him. And Cat oh, Turd, great. he posted. If, if he posted the Nikki Haley clip and he wrote, "If you're wondering why Nikki Haley is 60 points down and why nobody watches yeah, SNL, there anymore, you go. Watch hey, this." Uh, <laughs> 
don't bury the lead. Let's do this tomorrow. Uh, your boy went to Russia. I know, and I'm I'm pretty pumped about I it. I am too. <laughs> Tucker Carlson I mean, is my affectionate uh, reference to. But Tucker goes to Tucker goes to interview Putin, and people's heads exploded. I have, I have only one question: minds. Is it newsworthy? Of course it is. Do we know of sort course. of what side of this Tucker is on? Is Putin going to be a, a a propaganda merchant? Of course he is. But I'm I'm interested in how that goes. And Pete Wayner, uh, Pete Wayner, my never Trump buddy, and I, he, he and he hates Tucker. Oh, yeah. you can imagine what I he thinks can of Tucker imagine. Carlson. Pete said to me in an email exchange over the weekend that Tucker has clearly lost much of his influence and mojo since he left Fox News. I said, Pete, you're so wrong on that. He's got so many millions more eyeballs now following him than ever followed him as a cable news host. Did you see him fill up an arena in Canada a week or two ago? Sure did, and and, and lecture their own country on on, on how freedom (laughs) is at stake. And And they loved it. They sure did. And the audience loved it. But see, but people don't understand. They think you've got to be on the boob tube every Right to have influence, and it's a new world. Ew. It's a new day. Sure a new is. day has dawned. All right, happy Monday. Happy Off Monday. we go. Another week. Here we yes, go. Sir. It is Mike Gallagher today. As soon as we are done at ten on six sixty AM, the answer. The album is called Bird and Diz. The bird refers to Charlie Parker. On the saxophone, Diz refers to uh, Dizzy Gillespie on the trumpet. At the keyboards, uh, who's this other guy? Oh, yeah, Thelonious Monk. Good Lord. In a studio in New York City in late 1951, they were laid down a bunch of tracks, including this, My Melancholy Baby. And released the album called Bird and Diz. And there it is to wrap up the 7 o'clock hour. Some greatness from 1952. Wow. All right. Let us rock it from uh, that past decade to the current day and see what's going on in the news as we begin a new week together. 866-660-5759. Mark Davis, 660 AM, The Answer. Stick around. Much more to come. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.